0: Welcome to the latest United East Ham podcast. I'm Andy Mitter. And I'm stood outside the MetLife Stadium in New Jersey ahead of Manchester United against Arsenal in a, a car park or a car lot, as it's called over here. This podcast is brought to you in association with Met Fred. Fred Don opened his first shop in Salford in 1967. And the smell in the air is of sulphur because uh, in, a, in, a, in a large tent to my left, people are letting off uh, red flares. i seen around me. United fans from all over the US. I've just met some Jamaican Reds. Where are you from, mate? From Niagara Falls, Canada. So you part do you have a supporters club there? Yeah,
1: uh, the Niagara Reds. Uh, we just became an official club last year. Um, so you know it's great to, to get together with like-minded Reds and um, been supporting United all my life, passed on through my dad, so being able to support the Reds with other you know, United fans is fantastic.
0: So becoming an official supporters
1: club, does that mean what, 50? Uh, So we have, right now we have 30, so you need 30 to become an official club. Okay, Um, that's members. That's members, sorry, yeah, 30 members to become an official club. Um, And we're get listed on United's website and part of the um, United fan community um, clubs created, which is um, just terrific. For us.
0: You said it. Your support for United comes from your father. Yeah. Explain.
1: Uh, so, Dad's born just from Altrincham. Yeah. Um, my great grandfather was uh, treasurer of Lancashire County Cricket Club. Lived on Warwick Road across from the Old Trafford ground. So, my granddad knew some of the Busby Babes. So they'd make the the turn down from their digs uh, to walk to Old Trafford. So, um, just passed on from the love of the club from them. Have you been over to Old Trafford? Yeah. Yeah, I've been over a few times. Um, Obviously, you know, it, it's, it's great to get over and, and see United in the UK and to, so sort of a different environment over over there in terms of, you know, the support, Old Trafford's a Cauldron, it's terrific.
0: And tell us about Niagara, it's on the border with Canada, isn't it? Um, yeah.
1: yeah, we're on the Canadian side, uh, okay. so there's two, two parts to Niagara, it's the American side and the Canadian side, and um, yeah, just uh, it's a, one of the wonders of the world, seven wonders of the world, and uh, yeah, who are the most popular football team in in niagara uh well i would have to say united because i think we're the only official supporters club in niagara so are
0: there any liverpool fans there
1: chelsea unfortunately yes unfortunately there is uh, <laughs> but uh and we've, we've we've uh had them come out and join us at at times to watch the games but uh certainly not at the the you know the fever levels that united brings um in niagara, so. how are you
0: feeling about this season
1: I feel good. I feel good. I think. I think we've we've closed the gap. Um, I think you know Anana coming in. Um, be nice to see you know a prolific goal. Somebody who's who's you can pencil in for twenty goals this season. Come in as centre forward. Um, it's getting loud here. Yeah, it is. It is. Good to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Take care.
0: So I'm in with the Manchester United New Jersey New Jersey Sevens. New Jersey Sevens. I'm, What's your name?
2: Brendan O'Sullivan. And I assume you're part of the New Jersey 7 Supporters Club? Yes, I T- am. Tell us about it. Well, they've been around for two years. We meet uh, every week in Mulligan's and Hoboken. It's a great uh, location, um, great bar, I should say. And they got a great mural outside. I'll show you in a picture in a little bit. And hopefully you can uh, show it to your, to your boys, Carl and team. So how
0: long have you been a United fan? What's your story?
2: Uh, i I've been following United for a long time. My dad was from West Cork, uh, loved Roy Keane, Dennis Irwin. Um, uh, probably at least 20 years maybe. Wow. But really for probably the last 10, 15 years I've been really becoming more and more because it's been uh, on TV a lot more here. You've been over to Manchester? I have not. I've been to England once. And I hate to say where else I've been to. I've been to uh, the team they're playing today. Okay. And I've been to the other red team a good friend of mine at work was a, uh, a a Scouse six season ticket holder. So I've been there, unfortunately. So just describe where we are now, because it seems that all the different supporters clubs have
0: set up a tent. Uh, they're making barbecues. It's fantastic atmosphere, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so we, I think there is probably eight or nine different supporter clubs here from DC, Boston, Nashville, uh, New Jersey. We've got the USA Supporters Club here. Uh, and each group has their own uh, barbecue. to say we're cooking burgers, hot dogs, we've got sauce and peppers and meatballs. Uh, and uh, we're actually here in Giant Stadium, MetLife Stadium here in North New Jersey. How does this work with all the food do, do, do the people do you all chip in to yes yeah, so each club has their own we have our own little stamp i'm playing a little security here so i'm watching everybody here and i'm okay. talking to you i'm letting a lot of people go but <laughs> so all, all
0: right so all these people are part of your club
2: they should be they yes. should
0: be yes okay and that allows them to have burgers and sausages correct yep how are you
2: feeling about this season you know i'm i'm pretty excited about it um very excited about it. We got a good club. Uh, let me introduce myself, uh, Liam Brown, who's probably one of the uh people. Um he's helped run and support this part of one of the admins or is one of the admins for New Jersey 7. Founder. Godfather. So, and New Jersey
0: is a football hub. A lot of football players actually come from New Jersey, Tim don't they? Howard. Yeah,
3: Jimmy Howard, we had, uh, Giuseppe Rossi. Giuseppe Rossi. Yeah, yeah I was
0: going to say, uh, yeah. and, and several U.S. national Rainer, internationals. What you, Why, why from this area? Is it is it a working class area? Or is it? I know you had a lot of Scots, a lot of Irish, a lot of English in the area, right? So
3: everybody was close to the docks, and you had all those kind of things going on. Early, early uh, New York City ended up moving over to New Jersey big in, in Kearney in New Jersey, it's a big Scots club, so all the northern New Jersey area, it's a big football area.
0: Interesting. Now there's two MLS teams in this area. urban area, you've got the, the Red Bulls mm-hmm. is that, and that yes. they play in New Jersey. Correct, Harrison. And then you've got another team who wear, no wear blue. No idea. Okay. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. And I'm they play the somewhere Bulls further Bulls. north.
3: Somewhere in New York. What sort
0: of support that, that, that they get in terms of? Um,
3: yeah, you got your uh, you got season ticket holders, and they're you know they, they do the same thing tailgating, and they go to they travel to all the matches. we got uh, Andrew Pollock over there. You may have met Andrew with the, with the one United, but he's head of them. And they they travel. They have a great support team over here,
0: also they're a great support club. And how are you feeling about Manchester United this season?
3: Better than I did two seasons ago. <laughs> Top of the hey, what's going on?
0: Let's go, fantastic! I'll stop it. Now. Yeah, yeah, no, very excited,
3: very excited this year. I think last year was sort of start out with the out with the old, get out, get rid of the negativity. We love Ronaldo, but things weren't working out, right? Ole, we love him to death. Some things just didn't work out, but hopefully Eric is now going to put his foot down. He's made some great moves, some massive moves, we got in some some legends. We got to meet Casemiro last night, and to have somebody like that as a, as a veteran to help out the younger guys, and Mason Mount coming in, who's been a two-year Chelsea Player of the Year and won the Champions League, the future looks good.
0: Where did you meet Casemiro? What was
3: he like? He was... Exactly how I thought he would be. I was nervous. I was shaking because he, <laughs> he was a legend But a gentleman as well as were all the players last night Bruno, Harry, Mason. It was amazing They were so great with all our kids. Where did you go to? Pendry school, we Pendry school. I were I training. training last night. Yeah,
4: it was a great time You've got
5: half
4: a I'm in another part of uh, the fan area. What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Tamam. I'm originally from Syria and living in the States When did you move from Syria to the States? Uh, 2015.
0: During the war? Yes. Is that the reason you moved?
4: Huge reason, yes, of course. Uh, It was pretty... I mean, I'm assuming everybody knows what's going on in Syria with the war and I had to leave for uh, security reasons and uh, to pursue my future and uh, safety, really. I couldn't stay anymore. Why? So... I was uh, at college back then, and in Syria there's mandatory army uh, draft system, so by the time I finished college, I, they would like come basically and take me to serve in the army, and I don't believe in, in that, I don't want to join the army, and I know if I join, I'll be doing pretty bad stuff, and I had to leave basically for... Otherwise, if i refuse to join i'll be put in like a detention center basically
0: where did you live in syria
4: <laughs> in damascus yeah yeah
0: how did you get out of the country
4: so what i had to do basically i left i, t- I took a taxi from damascus to beirut lebanon there's no visa requirements but at that time so i can just like go and then from there i took an airplane to istanbul which also didn't require a a visa to go there. And I had to stay there for a while, basically for about six, seven months, until I managed to find a way to come here to the United States. I came here as a student and uh, stayed here ever since.
0: So when you left Syria, the only passport you had was a Syrian one?
4: That's it, yes. How long did it take you to get from Damascus to Beirut? Uh, the, the, The taxi took us about like 11 hours because we were held at the border but the Lebanese, you know, like, on the checkpoint, um, there was, like, a huge problem between... Like, they didn't... They wanted to make sure that we're not staying in Lebanon, basically. So, so we had how to, would you say that
0: you're not staying in Lebanon? Well, I
4: had my tickets from Istanbul to... Okay. Uh, from Beirut to Istanbul. So I'm like, I'm just there for a day, mate. Like, I don't want to... I'm not staying in Lebanon. I just want to fly straight away. So that's, like, helped me to, you know, convince them to like, get in. And then you get to Istanbul. And... and then I got in Istanbul, yes. And I was... Uh, I had like, just my passport, and I think I had maybe $200 on me that my brother, you know, helped me with, sent to me. And uh, I had to find a residency and place to live, people that I can connect with that I had, I had no family, nobody there to, like, help me, basically. So, yeah, I managed to, I, I still don't know how I managed to get it, but right? It was through a friend of mine, another friend of mine, who said, like, here's an address, go there, they're Syrians too they'll find you a spot. And I managed to get a room with other, like five other guys, like bunker beds, you know, on top of each other. Until I found this opportunity in the United States to come here and study. And uh, yeah, luckily it worked. So you got a visa to study in the United States? Correct, yes. Studying what? uh, Japanese language. What? I was studying Japanese language and culture at Damascus University. Why? because uh, I had a dream. Growing up, English was not a... I have three siblings, they all studied English literature, so my English was okay, they taught me a lot. And I loved language just because I thought it was fascinating that I can speak with somebody in their native language. So I had a dream, I was like, I want to learn six languages by the age of 30. And I thought Japanese was so weird, not the language itself, just that it's unusual for somebody to study Japanese in Syria. And I thought that's cool. So I'm going to pursue that, and I basically, yeah. How and old are you now? Right now I'm 31. How many languages do you speak? Three. Right. So, plans didn't go as uh, I wanted them to.
0: So the US let you in yeah. to study Japanese? Yes. And you're, you can't go back to Syria now? No. If you did, you'd be If, if you'd I take. went,
4: I'll be basically on, my name is on a like, blacklisted, basically, on the border. The moment they will just time my name, they'll see that I'm, you know, they're fled away. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, do you have family there still? I still have family. I have my dad and mom and my two sisters. And how do you keep in touch with them? And- well, thanks for like. Thankfully, we have internet. Yeah, I know. So you so can see them. So we keep in touch, and- even though it's not as uh, they have like half an hour or an hour maximum electricity. So um, to to it's, each it's, day, it's tough, really. Wow. Yeah. I was in
0: Syria in 2009, so it was before. Was it
4: for visit tourism or? Yeah, it was for tourism.
0: I was in Beirut and then I went north. Yeah. Um, and then I carried on into into Turkey. Yeah. And uh, there was images of Assad everywhere, you know. Oh it, yeah. It was, uh, and when I was in Lebanon, there'd just been a huge bomb. Um, so I could, I knew about the, the politics of the area without. Was it the prime minister maybe? Yeah, it was. Out. Yeah. Hariri,
4: yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember that.
0: Yeah. And. Um, Tell me about the football support in Syria because we had an article in United We Sun last year from a Syrian who moved to Munich. You know, slightly similar circumstances to you, but not as direct as you know. You had to get out. Yeah. yeah are Man United popular?
4: They are used popular. I think there's a, a group of supporters there who are trying to get a like a membership, like official memberships, you know, from the club. Even I, now? I think so. I don't know. I still, I think I have them on Facebook. I follow them still. They, they try to get together for games and watch games. Yeah, United is like huge in Syria. They're very popular and uh, I'm one of them.
0: <laughs>
4: and which other clubs are popular? I would say Real Madrid. Yeah, I have quite a few friends support Real Madrid. Um, Barcelona too. And from like, the English clubs, I would say United and Arsenal. Yeah, are there. you allowed to go to the UK? Uh, no. My brother is a uk resident and citizen and his wife and they live in london they have a house actually by the spurs new stadium let me just take a photo here because oh yeah it's uh sulfur
0: everywhere Lovely to talk to you, I hope things work out for you.
4: Thank you so much, it was a pleasure talking to you. Some good. It's, passion, so it's getting all rowdy now
0: inside the tent. Lots of songs uh, about what in the Glazers out. Just bumped in to a group of lads who said get us on the pods. Alright, here we go, where are you all from? Uh, us three from Manchester,
6: he's from Birmingham slash Ireland. <laughs> and you've living come in over, America. you're living yeah, over here? Two of them live here but yeah, like, yeah, we've flown yeah. over for this we've game.
0: Flown yeah. Yeah. We've flown over to meet these, yeah. Okay. So so, how are you feeling about Manchester United right now? We're going to uh, win. We're going to
7: win.
0: <laughs> about this game or about in general? In general. In general well, the ownership thing is the problem, isn't it? And like, waiting for clarification on it. Uh, is that like the, the cloud that needs to clear, not not, not the uh, sulfur out the tent, the glazer ownership? Well, it's, they're
6: not going to sell it, are they? Don't know. If they were going to sell it, it would have been five months ago. So but they, they really want seven or eight billion, and what's the biggest offer now? Like six? How do you feel about the ownership? Same as him, really. Um, I think I want a, like a sole ownership. You know, I'm not too sure about obviously like you know a state ownership. But if, in all honesty, like if you're thinking no, of Ratcliffe, to to um, I think it only prolongs the the, the Glazers, you know, having some like, equity in the club. Um, I think you have got the financial fair play thing at the moment, which we never never really had. You know, we've never been uh, complained about in terms of obviously uh, whether we can afford players or not. So I think the fact that we can, you know, get a whole ownership and like maintain ourselves
0: on our own. No, for me, that's for the greater good. Good point, still. Um Describe the scene here. What's your day been like? What time did you get here? Uh, we, we got here a couple of hours ago. Uh, the boys had dragged me out to the bar early. Each and,
5: hundred this morning. I'm not, I'm not really we into that, personally. <laughs> <laughs> not really <laughs> into that, personally. But,
0: um, no, a great day. Uh, good scenes. Uh, a lot of people here meeting yourself, meeting Adam McCullough, all the United family. So, describe your day. You've been meeting people from around the world as Put United.
6: Yeah, solid. A few of them, yeah, yeah. I'm um, trying to think who we met. Well, uh,
0: are, yeah. From and yeah, yeah. From and Yeah, yeah. Wow. There's a few really? United. There's a few Man American Man United fans as well. That's no, decent. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. How are you feeling bad. about the season with Manchester United? Depends who we sign. We need a striker.
1: That's yeah. That's,
0: it. yeah I'd say so. Yeah. You happy with the signing so far? Uh, yeah, not bad. I'm not sure about the keeper. We'll have to see how he is. Maybe like. Few good games, but I reckon he's uh, liable for a mistake. Are you doing this game, are you doing any others on the tour? No, just this one. Just came over for how long? No, I live a, living yeah, out yeah, here. You live here? What yeah, are you yeah. doing out here? Uh, grafting. Grafting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a very Mancunian answer. Yeah. AKA Slawny. Yeah. Good luck with your grafting. Yeah. And thanks for your time, yeah. all of you. All right, all right. Appreciate it. Yeah. So the atmosphere continues to build here. Some of the lads who run the new york the new york reds you're a branch now aren't you an official branch
6: we are an official branch we've been official for about four or five seasons now um, slowly but surely growing getting very organized as far as you know putting on events for our members we've got a really accommodating pub in midtown manhattan in in chelsea rather uh, fantastic owners who are massive reds themselves it really helps us and uh, yeah we're just looking to grow from here Your accent is not very sort of Queens or Brooklyn. I'm definitely not a New Yorker, um, native New Yorker. I'm I'm from Manchester, I'm from Sale originally, uh, but I've been over in America for 24 years, in New York for 15 of them. What took you over here? Work originally, and then um, moved around a bit, lived on the east coast, on the west coast, I was out in LA for a while, lived in Vegas very briefly, uh, but ended up in New York where I met my now wife. Um, Happily married for 10 years, got a little one, uh, nine months old, and just loving New York.
0: What do you miss about Manchester?
6: There's loads that I miss. I love going back. You know, myself, I go back at least once a season, and I love to go back and go to a match, and I've still got loads of family there, so I hang out with them. I miss uh, I miss my old mates. I miss the, the just the atmosphere of being in Manchester <laughs> and, and hanging out in Manchester. It's, it's, it's a place that's got, like, a unique vibe to it. You know what I mean? And it, it's just... It's just a unique place and a fantastic place to be, and just you're just able to enjoy yourself. I feel in Manchester, and uh, like New York as well. You know, you can do your own thing in New York. There's no judging you at all, and uh, it's like little things like that. And the food, there's certain places you go for a nice pie in Manchester, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's the little things for me. Are there many Manx in New York? There are a few. You know, we've got a few in our in our supporters' club as well. Uh, myself and probably four or five others. Um, but yeah, what we, what we tend to see is we get a lot of, a lot of mates coming through the pub when they're over on holiday and just hanging out with us and having a really good time and then going back and telling their mates, when you go to New York, go to Smithfield Hall, you know. Uh, and that's really cool as well, you know, you get to see people from home. So where's the... Um,
0: the most of the people from in your branch? What's their, their backstory? Uh, I mean being in New York it's such a diverse city you know um, I've I've, I've obviously been with your branch for a couple of days right I met people from from India from Pakistan from everywhere our our supporters club
6: really reflects the city we're in we've got people from absolutely everywhere and it's so great to see it's it's like you know United is the common thread that brings all these people together wherever you're from you know however old you are you know whatever experiences you've been through in life it's everyone loves United and we all come together and watch the matches and just have a great time with it you know. but it's really cool to talk to everyone and get you know learn about people and places and you know it's really cool and today how did this come about what's this called this tailgating so this is a tailgate it's more of an American thing that they do before you know football games in particular um, this this event here today has been put on by a number of supporters' clubs. We all came together and we wanted to do this. Kind of like for the fans, by the fans, right? Um, ourselves, New York, DC, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Boston, New Jersey. We've all come together. Everyone's put a load of effort into doing this. And it's fantastic. We've got thousands of people here. It's brilliant. It's, it's
0: isn't great, it? yeah. Any, well, no point asking your predictions for the game, because I don't suppose the scoreline in a pre-season matters, but are you confident in, as to the proper season?
6: I'm actually very confident about this season. I think, I think Ten Hag has done a fantastic job over the last year. Not, as far, not just as far as tactics of the team goes, but really getting things in order. You know, there, there was We all know there was a bit of discipline lacking. He's come in as a real manager, and he's got everyone on the same page, and it's fantastic to see. Um, this coming season he's needed to secure a couple of positions, you know, new new people in. He's done a couple of them, there's still some more to go, you know, um, but the, the, the quality we've added so far um, certainly improves the squad, you know, no doubt about it. We've got a new keeper, a new starting keeper, you know, Mason Mount's probably going to start more often than not. Um, there's no reason not to be
0: confident. Thanks for your time. So, I saw a group of Reds and I asked them where they're from and they're from Nashville, Tennessee. They thought I heard I say, I say Texas, but I know that Nashville is in Tennessee. That's right. And I, I said, yes. asked if you've flown here, taken a couple of hours to Tulum here. Yeah. And I said, what was the connection with Manchester United and got pointed towards a man described as El Presidente, That's which right. is El Spanish. Presidente. But your accent sounds like... Where's oh, that, where's Presidente. your accent from? Full-on Morecambe. You're from Morecambe? Yeah, if, yeah, I, got if I did that 23
5: in me. They come back 100% more. So, Morecambe to Nashville, explain. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a musician. Right? Uh, I like country music. My band came over for five years. Uh, we did that, did the thing. It's great. Awesome. Um, band split up and I stayed. You stayed? Yeah, yeah, I've been married for 31 years to so the same lady and uh, loving it. Absolutely loving life. I moved from Nashville down to South Alabama. Right? You're in South near, Alabama near the though? beach. Yeah. Yeah. I love to fish. Yeah. Fish off the beach. How often I was, I was there last January. I went for 10 days, went to the West Ham game at Old Trafford. I got I got ill. I ended up in hospital for six weeks. How? Wow. I got cellulitis in my leg. Right. And uh, I ended up in hospital for six weeks. But the, the beautiful thing, I got get well messages from Scott McTominay. He's also from my end. He is? Uh, well, my well, nephew well. knows him. Sent me yeah. a lovely message. Norman Whiteside, David Mays. Uh, Matt Sullivan from MUTV sent me a lovely message you know that's why I love this
0: club oh, one of the
5: many reasons I love this club
0: tell me about the Nashville
5: Reds well they're an awesome group we lost the pub that we used to go to but uh, Mr. Brandon here has taken over doing a fantastic job of course with his lovely
4: wife I've so heard it's a, 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 a fantastic, fantastic city in
7: Nashville now. it's a great city Nashville's a fantastic city. Um, we've got a great group of people. We meet at the Lost Patty in Nashville. Um, we're there for every game. Six a.m., ten a.m., we're there every game. Uh, even how um, many of you? Anywhere from twenty to a hundred. It depends on the game. So we, we obviously get like a bigger crowd for a bigger game. So if we're playing um, playing City or the Scouts or whatever, we have a, we have a bigger crowd. But um, we we have twenty there for a. Bournemouth at six AM. We have a good, we have a good solid base of people, and um, it's a great group. So,
0: and tell me about today. Did you connect with the other Manchester United fans
7: from around? Ab- the Absolutely. Yeah, we've 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 hung out today. We've hooked up with the New Jersey group. They've been our host this entire weekend. and They've been fantastic. I
0: would second that. They've been very friendly to me and my,
7: my daughter. I've known
5: Liam for like four years. Never no. met the guy until today. <laughs>
7: We've also come up the D.C. guys, the Boston guys. Um, they're they're great groups all over this country. and we, we look forward to this so much. It's been too long since we've had a game here so we can all get together. But today's today's a special day. And we're so happy to be together. It's been a top atmosphere already, no? Brilliant, brilliant, Fantastic brilliant. atmosphere. Finally, how are you
0: feeling about United this season?
5: You know what? I think Ten Hag's doing Making all the right moves. I really do. He's got a plan, which is which is novel for, for United, isn't it? I mean... Of course, we've got to get rid of the Glazers. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But we've got sure to get rid of them. We so we've got we to, to get rid to of them.
7: Get a real owner
5: in that's going to actually splash the cash. Fix up the stadium. I mean, I can't believe it when I went over last year. The stadium was, a, was Has the it tower. hadn't
0: changed. You know,
5: it's I don't know, it's, in, it's not in good shape, is it?
0: It needs, needs modernising. Prenna Hogan on this interview. Right, OK. Thanks for your time, all of you. Nashville Reds. There you, go, sir. United beat Arsenal 2-0. Really impressive. And I had a little chat with Facundo Palestre after the game.
8: How are you feeling at the moment? I'm feeling great. Uh, it's a pre-season, so we have to work, work and work. And what are you hoping for this season? Well, uh, I'm hoping to play uh, in my in my position uh, at this at this age. Uh, what you want is to play. so. Uh, we are looking forward to, to find the best solution to, to do that
0: so you may go on loan or you may stay at Manchester United That's yes not, not been um, decided have you have you spoken to the manager
8: yeah, yeah I spoke with the manager we are working together to to, to find the, the best club the best way the best option so I'm, I'm happy in that way because we are all on in the same
0: position last season you excited fans when you came on. Did you feel good? Did you have the confidence? Yes, of
8: course. Every time you play with the Man United shirt, you feel amazing, and and the fans are incredible. So the the minutes I I played last last season were amazing, and and I I feel really good about
0: that. You feel confident at the level. Um, which players have been good with you, encouraging you, talking
8: to you? Uh, well, all the the players that, of course, speak Spanish are yeah. the the ones that I'm more close to them but the whole team is amazing uh, we have a, a very good team and all the players that are coming now uh, are of course they they join in the in the team very good so in that in that way uh, the team is, is is very good you feel the level is
0: rising it's getting better
8: yes of course As, as and in we, training and yes of course as we are man united uh, every Every player wants to come here, the best players in the world. So in that way, we are improving the squad, improving also the tactics that the manager wants. And that's the way we can achieve uh, good things.
0: How's Mason been, finally, in training?
8: Very good, very good. We all know how good he is as a player, and hopefully he helped us this year.
0: So after New York, I flew to San Diego. This is the voice of someone who's had too little sleep and too much jet lag. Manchester United will play Wrexham, a young United team will play Wrexham on Tuesday night in San Diego in a sellout game. Ticket price is really, really expensive, but sold out, no problem at all. And then the first team will go to Houston to play Real Madrid on Wednesday. And then Borussia Dortmund in Las Vegas on Saturday. It's gone well. New York was brilliant just like meeting Reds from everywhere, people who I spoke to at the start of this podcast and I've also been speaking to the different players and and different contacts. The whole United uh, party was out and about in in New York on Friday. Uh, Kids who were linked with the club's foundation uh, helped ring the bell to close the New York Stock Exchange. And a lot of people saw that and said, Any chance that can be the bell of Manchester United exiting the New York Stock Exchange because the Glazers are moving out. I saw Ravram Glazer from a distance in the stadium on Saturday and he was asked about um, the sale and he just said, I'm just here to watch the game. United were good in the first half, good in the second half. Really impressive performance. Huge crowd, 82,000. A bit feisty on the pitch. Off the pitch, Arsenal fans fighting among themselves and the traffic was horrendous, getting in and out from Manhattan into New Jersey. 5pm kick-off, I got back at 11pm at night and that should only be a 15-minute journey back into Manhattan but it was really, really busy. What else is happening? Uh, transfers, poof. United are still looking for a striker, Colin Warnie, there's one at Eintracht Frankfurt who the club really like. Who doesn't? Um, who else? The. Rasmus Hoyland, obviously really well reported. He's a 20-year-old Danish striker at Atalanta. And Mohamed Kudus First spoke to Ten Hag about him in December. I've not had any evidence that United are interested in Harry Kane. Ten Hag was at the start of the transfer window, but I think United realised pretty early on that getting him out of Tottenham for a huge price and conforming with financial fair play was going to be nigh on impossible. I also think United didn't want a repeater last year with Frankie de Jong, where it just went on and on for months. So I've not spoke to one person who thinks that Kane's a go. although he was the man who... Ten Hag really wanted above the other strikers. Not everyone agreed with him. Some people thought that Colomboane was um, was a better option for the future. But Ten Hag's logic was simple. Kane was a proven Premier League goal scorer, and I saw a story about Kylian Mbappe again. Everyone I spoke to, I can't find anyone who says that, that that's true. Basically, for these strikers. Um, Anthony Martial, obviously injured all the time but if a good offer came in for him I think United would take it same with Jadon Sancho but Sancho's done well pre-season and I think United would and United fans would like to see him come good and justify the hopes we had when he signed from Borussia Dortmund he'll see some of his former teammates in Las Vegas on Saturday and there's a United convention on so I'll be going to that a lot of former players going to that I'll be interviewing them and in San Diego, doing another night with Wes Brown. Thanks to everyone who came to the supporters' club's evenings in, in New York, at the Smithfield and at the Longacre on Thursday and Friday. Completely packed, brilliant atmosphere. Wes was on top form telling good stories, so everyone seemed to enjoy that. And we'll do another one in sunny San Diego. I really need to get a little bit of sleep, but that's not going to happen. Because I've got absolutely loads to do today. And I'm sure you're all feeling very, very sorry for me. Anyway, I'll keep you updated. But the tour's gone well so far. The enthusiasm of the fans is good. And uh, a lot of people listen to this podcast as well. So nice to get some of you on this podcast. Take care and I'll uh, get another podcast after the Wrexham game. When I speak to people in San Diego. Bye-bye.